Hi, everybody. Sports Talk Chicago. Back at it with you. John Zaglul, John Meadows, directing and producing. Great to be on all of our great affiliates on radio and TV. We have a new one in the mix, 98.3 The Live, up in Round Lake Beach, Illinois. Please give them some love. Follow them all over. Great to be on with them Friday mornings, 8 to 9 a.m. every single week. And, of course, all of our great affiliates who've already existed. WKAN, 105.5 The Ticket, ACTV, JTV, WJOB. City's 92.9 Talk FM. You can follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. Find us on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. And if you miss any of this show, we're already on the second segment. Go back and podcast it. Go to sportstalkchicago.com. Go to your favorite podcasting platform. The show is separated by segment. Or you can listen to the full show in one big bite. So if you're going to be driving for a bit or out and about, you want to listen to 48 minutes of me yelling in a microphone, you can just go to podcasts and download the episode for free, wherever you get them from. So great to have a new affiliate, too. I'm going to keep plugging that for the rest of this program. 98.3, great people, Lou Bruno and Rusty Silver. And um, we're excited to be having a presence in northern Illinois right around Round Lake Beach. So really be sure to support them, too. It's great to add them to the flock here. Seven stations on the SDC Syndication Network, and we're not done yet. So it's, it's exciting to continue to expand here and uh, push this program out to more people. So we talked about Shane Waldron. Shane Waldron is in the building. And Shane Waldron is the new offensive coordinator. That's fine. I actually am not opposed to the hire. Here's the interesting thing, though. I'm going to read this for you from NBC Sports Chicago. And here's the headline. Report. Matt Eberplus defended Justin Fields in offensive coordinator interviews. Wait, what? I'm just reading the... Headline there, but Heber Plus had to defend Justin Fields. For all of you Fields lovers out there, you're going to get pissed off, but I'll tell you what. The fact that you have your head coach vehemently defending you in offensive coordinator interviews, that tells enough. That shows me enough about who Justin Fields is and whether or not he's the guy for the Bears. You could like it or not. You could take it or leave it. The fact is, if you're a head coach, I mean, do you think Robert Sala's in, you know, hiring the offensive coordinator saying, oh, man, you got to keep Aaron Rodgers. Do you think Matt LaFleur is going to be hiring a new offensive coordinator? He's going to sit there and say, man, you got to keep Jordan Love. What about Jim Harbaugh? Just got hired by the Chargers. Man, you got to keep Justin Herbert. No, because they're actually good. No, there's no need to defend legitimate star elite quarterbacks. But the fact that you have to sit there and defend Justin Fields to everybody who walks in the door to interview shows that there's a problem with him. If you're defending somebody, then there's a problem that needs to be fixed. There's an admission here. This is an admission. Read the headline. Read between the lines. This is an admission from Matt Eberplus that Justin Fields is not the guy. Hello. Look at it. We're going to read some of this article, too. In a story published on Tuesday, Albert Breer reported that the Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus, kept Justin Fields in his pitch to potential OCs. Eberflus did defend Justin Fields in the interviews, as I understand it, Breer said. And now we have commentary and, you know, classic mainstream media arguing about Justin Fields, whatever. The point is, Eberflus did defend Justin Fields in the interviews, as I understand it. That's what Albert Breer said. I'm going to trust his sourcing and trust his reporting. How sad is that? Because, again, if this is Aaron Rodgers, 
Jordan Love, Justin Herbert. I mean, there are many other quarterbacks we could argue with too, right? Guys who you just know are legitimate quarterbacks. Jared Goff, right? I would argue Jared Goff is in that list now. Josh Allen, to an extent. The Bills hired a new offensive coordinator tomorrow. Do you think Sean McDermott's going to sit there and say, well, you got to keep Josh Allen. Please keep Josh Allen. I like Josh Allen. No! He's an elite quarterback. Or Aaron Rodgers. Robert Sala looking around. I don't know who I should hire. Oh, well, you better keep Aaron Rodgers. You got to keep him. I, I implore you to keep him. No! This is an admission of guilt. This is an admission of, you know what? I don't really know if he's the guy. The fact that you have to defend him, and we've talked about this all year long, the fact that anybody has to actually sit down and argue about Justin Fields is enough to say he's not the guy. We're going to talk about the Hall of Fame next segment. If you have to sit there and debate and say, I don't know, there's a case, but there's not a case, then guess what? He's not a Hall of Famer. Same thing. If you have to sit here and pull out all the numbers and really scrutinize and find one thing that you like and then say, yes, this is why, and you've made all of this research and all of these caveats, then he's not the guy because the real world doesn't rely on caveats. The real world relies on reality, numbers, legitimacy, statistics, results, results. That's what this world relies on. 10 and 29, those are results. Those are results. That's real. Oh, but he did this. He did that. He did it. No, 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 no. 10 and 29. 10 and 29. (laughs) Never a 3,000-yard passer. Now, those are results. That's the reality of the situation. Whether you like it or not, it's the truth. You can sit there and crap on me. You can sit there and get all angry. It's the facts. Okay? You can't deny it. Sorry. And I can't believe this report came. I mean, I've never seen this before. First of all, let me let me start there. I've never seen a report like this ever. And I know I'm not that old. Maybe you guys have seen it and I'm too young. But I've never seen a report like this where there's a report that comes out and, you know, a team leaks or whatever the situation is. The report comes out that, oh, when they were interviewing an offensive coordinator, the current head coach was defending the current quarterback. I mean, that's unbelievable. You have to sit there and actually get down and grovel with these coaching candidates. And it's so funny, too, because we talked about this last week on this program. If I were an offensive coordinator, I would want a sure thing. I would want a situation in which I would be safe if the head coach got fired. And I'll tell you this, the safest opportunity for an offensive coordinator is going to be if there's a new quarterback. That's going to be the safest opportunity. Right? Because if... Let's say next year the Bears go 7-10. and 10, Aberplus is going to be gone and Poles might be gone. The offensive coordinator, if he does well with the quarterback, he might survive. Maybe Caleb Williams comes to the Bears next year. They go 8-9, and nine, but Williams passes for 4,000 yards. That's not Williams' fault. And maybe the offensive coordinator survives. But if he comes into a situation where it's like, hey, rehab Justin Fields, make him throw for 3,000 yards, do this, this, and this, and it doesn't happen, he's going to get fired right away. Along with everybody else. Because if the Bears go 7-10 and 10 next year with Justin Fields, Matt Eberflus, Ryan Poles, and Shane Waldron, everyone's going to get fired. Everyone's gone. There's no way around it. So, I don't understand why, to this day, even after this report, we got people still defending Fields to a fault. I'm okay if you're just a fan of him. Again, 
we've talked about vandalism. Hey, if you're a fan and you just love Justin Fields as a guy and, hey, you think he's a good kid, good quarterback, fine. But you can't deny the facts. That's all. You have to at least acknowledge that this report came out, and others like it, too. You have to acknowledge he's 10 and 29. You have to acknowledge he's never thrown for 3,000 yards. You have to acknowledge that when interviewing new offensive coordinator candidates, and they interviewed a lot of them, Matt Eberflus is in every interview defending him. Defending him. Oh, here's why you got to keep him. What is this, a freaking sales pitch? How old are we? What is he, five years old? Come on. This is football. This is the NFL. These are grown men. This is adults here. And we're sitting here defending people and saying, no, this is why you got to keep them. Here are the caveats, right? Here are the qualifiers to why things didn't go well and why you should stick with Justin Fields. It sounds like just a losing business pitch, a losing sales pitch. And if I'm sitting at one of those interviews, if I was an offensive coordinator, I'd just walk out. I mean, you got to be kidding me, right? Because when you walk into something like the Bears have right now, when you walk into this situation, if you're an offensive coordinator, you want a clean slate and a creative license. You want the ability to go off script. You want the ability to have your own quarterback. You want the ability to, I don't know, actually call a pass play and have it be a pass. Or have the ball completed downfield for more than 15 yards. Well, Justin could throw downfield. Well, he can't find open receivers when they're standing there waving their arms around. So what are we talking about here? And this is not a personal attack. You're all going to think it is. It's not. This is just the reality. We have to see the truth in this. Even if you don't like it, I know it hurts. I know it doesn't sound right. I know you love Justin Fields. That's awesome. That's great. You're allowed to like him. And I'm okay if, if we disagree. That's fine. But you can't deny these reports. You can't deny these facts. You just can't. And for this report to come out, I mean, <laughs> again, I can't believe it. Let's see what it says here, too. <clears throat> it says, quote, um, some have taken this report as a sign that the Bears may, le- may be leaning towards trading away the number one overall pick in retaining fields. And I don't think so. I think this is the opposite. Really, there's not much we can glean from the line without knowing the real nature of the conversations. Further, it wouldn't make much sense for the Bears to start talking poorly about their QB, regardless of what they truly think of them, because if they're trying to entice an OC, it would make the most sense to pump up the QBs already on the roster, and you know there could be trade value there too. That's my commentary. Of course, they're not going to come out and say, hey, he sucks, get rid of him, because they may want to trade Fields, as they should. And Mel Kuyper Jr. said a couple of weeks ago that Fields may have been fetching a number one pick or a top uh, first-round pick. If you get a first-round pick for Justin Fields and you don't trade him, you're a moron. You're a moron. So there's a lot on the line here and a lot going on, as we know. And we're going to be covering all of this stuff from January all the way through the draft and beyond because I'm curious to see what the Bears do. I have a sick feeling they're going to stick with Justin Fields. I just do. I got this sinking feeling inside of me. But... Day by day, the case for keeping him just gets worse and worse. The tides are already turning in media, which I'm surprised they're turning this early. I saw a uh, popular 
media outlet here in Chicago put out this video yesterday touting how it has to be Caleb Williams for the Bears. Where was this two months ago? You put this out two months ago, you get murdered on Twitter. Now, all of a sudden, it's popular opinion. So the, the waves, the tides of the sports media in Chicago are shifting, as they always do, because nobody could stick to a point. So it's becoming more and more realistic from a media perspective that the Bears are probably going to take Caleb Williams and trade Justin Fields. I think that's what they should do, whether you like it or not. But day by day, the reporting gets worse and worse for the Bears in terms of keeping Fields. As we sit back and look at his career in Chicago, you can't argue or you can't deny the 10-29 and record, the never throwing for 3,000 yards, the 40 games in a Bears uniform and nothing to show for it. You can say what you want. There's nothing to show for it besides a five-minute highlight reel. That's it. A cool hype video. (laughs) There's no real numbers or real results. Now combine that with the fact that as the Bears interviewed 10 offensive coordinator candidates, they had to sit there in every one of the interviews and defend Justin Fields to a fault. Yeah, not a good look. Not a good look. Might be a good look in their opinion in terms of maybe trade value or Matt Eberflus really sticking up for his players. But in terms of reading between the lines here, this is not a good look that your head coach has to vehemently defend you as other people are interviewing for the job to coach the quarterback. Why do you have to defend him? If he's that good, there doesn't need to be a defense. You think, I mean, I'm going to go to this extreme, but let's be real here. Do you think when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which they made an offensive coordinator change last year, do you think they were sitting there saying, hey, when you come in, um, don't give it to Tom Brady, okay? you got to keep him. Do you really think they were doing that? No, of course not. And they wouldn't do that for Aaron Rodgers or Justin Herbert or a lot of different quarterbacks in football. A lot of different quarterbacks in football. So why are you doing it with your supposed elite number one top pick quarterback? If you have to argue about Justin Fields to this day after 40 games of watching him play and frankly fail, then he's not the guy. It's no secret. I'm whispering it because you think it's a secret. It's not a secret. He's not the guy. If it's 40 games in, and he's 10 and 29, so 39 games in, 10 and 29, never threw for 3,000 yards. Coach has to defend him to eight different people who are interviewing for the offensive coordinator position. He's not the guy, people. Let's wake up and see it. Let's wake up and see it. I wish him the best. I really want him to succeed. I hope he goes to Atlanta, goes to a QB needy team, and maybe he works out. Maybe he doesn't, too. Then who's going to be to blame? Oh, he had another offensive coordinator. If they keep him this year and he doesn't do well, the blame's going to go again on the offensive coordinator. You can't blame another offensive coordinator for Justin Fields' inept quarterback play. You can't do it, especially with Waldron. You know why? Look what he did with Geno Smith. So there's no more safety net for Fields if he is ending up staying. And I'll tell you what, if he performs like he did this year, next year, I'm not going to be impressed. I'm not going to be impressed with 2,400 passing yards and 17 touchdowns and 10 picks. And add 10 fumbles to that mix too. Oh yeah, in the fourth quarter, Pat did fumble or turnover. 
pick, whatever. I mean, I'm not going to be impressed if we see the same stuff from him. And then the excuse is literally going to be, I see it already because I know how the media works. It's going to be, well, he had another offensive coordinator. It's his third one in four years. He had Nagy first. Then he had Getzy. Getzy tried to screw him, and now he had Waldron. No. Nope. I'm too old to understand that. And I'm 23, and I'm too old now to know that that's BS. Give me that crap. My goodness. I'm sick of the spinning, the spinning wheels from fans and media pundits and everybody in between. I'm down to have a civil conversation. You know that. I always have been on this program, but I'm not down to hear spinning upon spinning upon spinning. And then all of a sudden I hear, oh yeah, Justin Pills is an elite quarterback. I have people commenting on these videos. I have people telling me on social media, I have people DMing me. Oh, you're way off. Justin Fields is elite. Elite. Okay. Yeah. For a guy who hasn't even thrown for 3000 yards in a season, he's an elite quarterback. How delusional are you? Come on people. No, 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 no. He's not elite. And it all goes back to this report. All of my outrage on this segment goes back to this report. If you, as a head coach, have to defend a lame duck quarterback, and you're a lame duck head coach, and you're defending, I guess, both of you, to a new offensive coordinator candidate, you've already lost. You've already admitted guilt and defeat. That's enough to show there's an issue here. And this is not a well-oiled machine. Please, let's see it. Let's stop defending mediocrity. Those fans are so addicted to mediocrity. Let's expect greatness. Let's expect, hey, I want a 4,000-yard passer, and Justin Fields is never going to do it, right? Let's expect record-breaking quarterback play from the Bears. It starts now. And unfortunately, whether you like to hear it or not, Justin Fields is not that guy. Carry on. We'll be right back at Sports Talk Chicago. Our buddy Billy Wagner did not make the Baseball Hall of Fame. Who did? We're going to break down voting results, give our analysis on all the guys who made it in. Don't go anywhere.